Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we answer a listener's email about two individuals who are in relationship, very happy, but maybe struggling to commit deeper or finding a way to be in the same place about commitment. And we talk about that dynamic and how the past affects the present. I definitely think it's an amazing episode wherever you are in your relationship to help you and your partner feel together in difficult moments. So stay tuned. Do you want to feel more emotionally and intimately connected with your partner? Then we have the tool that is exactly right for you. We have a program called Relationship Renovation at Home. And it is an amazing way for you and your partner to have a structured way weekly to work together. Because we deserve awesomeness in our relationships. Just go to our website, relationshiprenovation.com. At the top, there's a link to at home program, and it will give you a free lesson. If you want to just check it out and see if it's something that works for you and your partner, we know it will make a significant positive impact on your relationship. Hello, all, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. And we are feeling very grateful because In recent months, we're just getting more and more couples, individuals writing us emails and telling us about their relationship and asking questions, sending some pictures, which is awesome. So first of all, just want to thank everybody because it feels like we're engaging more deeply with our audience, with our community, which which is amazing. And it feels so amazing to hear how helpful our podcasts have been for so many people. That is what feels the best. And how universal the problems are that people are struggling with in all like sort of time and places within their relationship, you know, that that these problems that we deal with as a couple, that Tara and I deal with, that the couples that we see that come into our center and now within our podcast community, you know, these are things we all struggle with. So what we want to do is we want to start carving out a time within our podcast, either at the beginning of podcasts or sometimes like today's episode, where we want to answer these emails a little more in depth and read them. And we always ask permission. We follow up the emails. We'll send it back to you and say, hey, we'd love to talk about this on the air in one of our next podcasts. Is that okay with you? And, you know, obviously you have the ability to say, no, I'm not comfortable with that. But we were lucky enough where we have somebody today who wrote us an email and we're going to talk about it. And we always leave names anonymous. And we also understand that, you know, we're, we're dealing with a limited amount of details. You know, we don't have deep dives into these people. We haven't gone into the process of understanding their attachment history. And so we're going to try to answer them in, in a way where perhaps someone that wrote will get something out of it, but also that other people will be able to kind of look at the idea and get something out of it as well. All right. Let's dive right into that email, EJ. All right. So our listener wrote the following email. Hi, I listen to your podcast frequently and it has helped me so much. I was wondering if you guys had any insight on the whole conversation around men knowing right away when their partner is the one. My partner isn't certain about us or me and is honest about it. We will have been together for one year in December. He is committed to working on us and growing together and has been from day one, which is why I feel like knowing about marriage, etc., which is far in the future, maybe isn't that important. I was wondering if you guys have talked about this in a previous podcast before or have any insight. 
So the first thing that sticks out to me is, is anyone ever ready for marriage? I don't think we know what it even is until you actually just do it. So to me, it's about that commitment. I did hear he is willing to commit to working on that. But I think if we all truly knew the world would look like a different place, that's the kind of the risk that we take. Yeah. And and I think there's a lot of factors that come into play here. You know, I think some people just have that more impulsive following their heart thing, you know, and that perhaps, you know, our listener who wrote has connected with this man and sees all these aspects of him that she admires and loves. And there's something in her wiring that's just like, hey, this is amazing. Like, I would really love to just have that security. And, you know, perhaps he is more cautious, you know, his risk tolerance, you know, his willingness to just jump in and make like sort of long-term commitments doesn't entirely match up with her instinctive way to deal with the very same thing. Or the belief that you should just know when you find someone, because we have had couples in our practice that have said, I just knew. I laid eyes on that person and I said, I'm going to marry that person. And it happened. That's very rare. I think two people can have very different ideas. One person might really feel like, no, I'm just going to wait until I see that person and I just know. But again, that's very rare in our experience. What's more common is that people just, you know, they go through a great early beginning and maybe then they start going through difficult times and they get confident that they can manage difficult times together. And then that leads to a commitment. I think everybody just has different ideas around marriage and what it means to be married. And Well, and what I think, and it might be the case in this situation is we tend to look at relationships isolated just within the context of just the time we've been together. And there are two big things that pop out to me that that might be important for our, our listener who wrote the email to think about. And that's that one, we're deeply affected by our childhood experiences and that you and your partner had very different experiences probably when you were children and your your parenting was quite different. Your parents' relationship might have been quite different. You know, and perhaps one of you came from a very like, you know, stable relationship and the other came from maybe divorced parents. And it doesn't necessarily work out as direct as like, hey, you had stable parents, so you're ready to jump in and the other person is less. It could be the complete flip, you know, that you had very stable parents and you just wanna make 100% sure, you know, maybe he wants to be so sure because he doesn't ever wanna go through a divorce. So understanding one, that your early childhood attachments are going to affect how you attach even very early on in a relationship. And then the other is, is sort of the circumstances that are just immediately proceeding when you guys got together. Because I think of a time in our relationship, is it okay if I share something from pretty early on in our relationship? Sure. So we we connected very well early on in our relationship, but we were in very different places. You know, you had been single for a long time. You'd had a lot of like long-term relationships, but you, you know, you came into it in a very different place than I, like I had just gotten out of a marriage. And I remember when we decided to move in together, I also had two young children. I remember we rented it 
And we had this like underlying conflict that we didn't totally know and weren't able to talk about in a deep manner in that Tara was just like in, like she was in there cleaning the place and was just like so excited to sort of like begin this. I got the bunk beds. I remember everything. Got the bunk beds. I mean, she was amazing and I appreciated it and I loved it. I even got the station wagon. Okay, continue. got a station wagon (laughs) as well. And you sensed my apprehension, even around just like getting the new space together. And it was really, I think it was hurtful for you. I think it was hard. I would agree with that. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with how wonderful I thought she was and how connected I felt with her and how I really wanted to be with her and meld our lives. But it was just like, we were in such a different place You wanted to make sure your boys were safe. I had some other concerns for sure, for sure. So I think it's important for you to have these discussions with your partner and having the ability for maybe the individual who wrote this to, in a curious way, be able to understand more deeply the apprehension or ambivalence that her partner is having about long-term commitment. And I think also assessing like risk tolerance. Big time. Yes. Right. Talk about that, Tara. Tell us about that. Some people take risks and some people are way more cautious. To me, people who kind of have that difficulty making a decision or needing to know like 99.9% this is going to work out. Those to me are people who are a little bit more cautious for probably many reasons. And it could just be that's how they were born as well. Just more cautious, more thoughtful, needing to have all of the information, all of the data versus like me, I go with my heart. It feels really good. I've had lots of dating experiences in my life and I just knew internally like EJ is the person I want to be with. And it was a different feeling I had had. I didn't need to collect all the data. I didn't need to just know. I'm more of a risk taker for sure, which is why I moved in and got the bunk beds and got the station wagon probably all in a weekend. (laughs) Well, and what's interesting for this couple is the fact that, you know, this is maybe the first bump they're hitting in this difference in how they make decisions, but there's probably a decent chance that as they stay together longer, this will repeat, but in different ways. You know, it might be about buying a house together. It might be about having children together. It might be about- What school your children go to. You will make decisions differently than your partner. And the two of you have to find out when we have big decisions to make together, or one needs some sense of certainty and the other person maybe isn't quite there yet, how are you going to navigate it together? And so this is a great opportunity right now for that listener who sent us that email. Absolutely. I think it's a great opportunity to, this is an interesting concept we talk a lot about with couples is content versus process, right? Mm -hmm. The content that you're dealing with is, hey, I crave some sort of deeper commitment and you maybe aren't there yet. The process, which is even more important because it's what's going to move forward with you throughout your relationship is how do we deal with moments like this? So what's our advice around that? This is a discussion that one person wants to have. How do they start to set the context for how we can discuss it in a way that feels good for both of us? For me, because I feel like there's tension around this, like there's this, oh, like 
what about knowing that you just know, right? And and then this other, oh, I just really want to be with this person. And like, how do I understand where he's coming from so we can kind of be in this collaborative, are we going to get married together? So I think the first part is like, is there tension talking about, hey, when we talk about this, do you start to feel anxious? You know, both of you, because you don't want to go into it with the tension. You want to go into it aware that there is tension, but that you're like, hey, if we start to... if What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. starts to like get notched up a little, we're going to take a break and come back to it because you don't want to create this tension around this subject because it's a beautiful topic. Like, do we want to spend the rest of our lives together? And I think it's like taking the perspective that instead of this maybe being a point of conflict, especially like if this went on for another three months, six months, you know, maybe two years, who knows that it's not a conflict but instead it's an opportunity to understand each other better. And it's not just the writer trying to understand her partner's process in making long-term commitment. It's also an opportunity for him to understand her better. Yes, because you do not want to get in this place where he is feeling trapped or there's a timeline put on or there's some kind of threat to the relationship. Like if we're not engaged in the next two years, then I just can't wait for you. That's just so fear-based. We get it. We see it all the time. We've worked with many couples around this. Yeah. And people change their opinions around things. That's a really important thing to understand is just because he's in that place right now doesn't mean he's going to be in that place forever. And I'm just going to share a quote for our listeners, but in particular for this couple that we are addressing their email today. And it's not my quote, it's a quote from 
Dave Muir, (laughs) but it says, a great marriage is not when the perfect couple comes together. It is when an imperfect couple learns to enjoy their differences. I love that. I mean, that's certainly something that you and I have, have worked on is that we, you know, coming back to making decisions, we make decisions very differently. And there's probably problems in the way both of us make our decisions, you know? I'm probably more like the individual, the male in this uh, letter, is I'm slower to make decisions. I like to really think things through. Also can be slightly avoidant, might put a decision off because I'm not quite ready to make it, right? Tara, do you wanna speak for yourself and how you make decisions? I make decisions with my gut and my heart. You dive in, you jump in the deep end. (laughs) I do. And I mean, just, so I just remember a past relationship. I stayed with him for almost four years and he definitely was, his parents had got divorced and he, you know, he would see me get excited when I go to my nephew's little elementary Christmas shows. And he would be like, you know, that I'm never going to be this person with a video camera taping a child, like I am not that person. And I'm thinking in my mind, oh, he will be one day for sure. Like this is like the best life ever to have kids and like have Christmas shows and da, da, da. And I just remember like three and a half, four years going in, like he absolutely was not ready to make a decision around a longer commitment. And I just, at that time, I couldn't hang on anymore. And I had a boundary for me. And I said, I can no longer do this. And I wish you well. And I, he's still not married to this day from my understanding, because, you know, I just, some people are very different. I just knew that I wanted a family and I wanted to be married and that I would definitely for sure be in it with someone who would want to work at it with me. Well, and you realize, I don't know if you realize it at the moment, because we've talked about this before, you realized later on how deeply that was a trigger to you. That when people are ambivalent, Mm -hmm. that it triggers something in you that doesn't necessarily just have to do with that moment of ambivalence that you're dealing with. And this is where attachment comes in, right? You have a more avoidant attachment and avoidant attachment definitely attracts anxious, preoccupied, which is me. And so we have taken our anxious, preoccupied and avoidant and tried to basically develop secure attachment from both of those, but those still exist. And if you look at them and understand what they are, it can start to make so much sense. But if you don't, my anxious preoccupied makes your avoidant get stronger and your avoidant makes my anxious preoccupied get stronger. Then that's when it becomes a disaster. The book Attached is amazing. We'll put that in our show notes. Yeah, yeah, that's a fantastic book to understand how attachment, uh, early childhood attachment has pretty profound effects. And and what we've tried to do and we try to help couples do is we try to help you guys move towards the middle. You know, if Tara's out on one side of it and I'm out on the other, we've learned how to move in towards one another in intimate moments, but also just like commonplace moments. Like I've learned to really respect, trust, and admire how Tara makes some decisions or sees things and then just like, is like, let's go with it. And I see the strength in that. And so just in a very like small way, Mm -hmm. like we have this new space that we're decorating. It's for our new company, relationship renovation and media coaching and consulting. And she saw this desk 
for the our front room, right? And it's this big, like really beautiful desk. It's pretty, it's pretty expensive. It's kind of like into a new area for us in, in some ways, it, or it symbolizes that to me. And she showed me that last night. And my first reaction was just like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, I don't, I don't know, that's different. And, and then I sat back with it and I was like, oh, actually this is kind of cool. This is so different than I would have ever thought of. And actually her gut in seeing that, she's seeing something that's like a new doorway for us. And I pull back away from my apprehension and just try to open myself up. And that's through, we've created an atmosphere, I think between the two of us, where we're more accepting of each other and it makes it easier than to hit those moments. And so again, back to our listener, this is like a really incredible opportunity for you to really understand him better. And for him to understand you better because Again, you're talking about your expectations, realistic versus unrealistic, your attachment style. We can give you many resources around being curious around what that attachment style is. And then also talking about, to me, it's the reality of of marriage or a long-term commitment. Like I think people think, oh, I've met the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. No, (laughs) that's... It's a risk. It feels amazing that I get to grow old with you. I know that for sure. But it is basically saying I am committed to going through insane amounts of transitions, the good, the bad, the ugly, and we are going to freaking make this work. I think it could be for this couple a really great opportunity to move past the content, which is like, why do I feel this way and you feel that way? And maybe instead an opportunity for you guys to clarify like, okay, like, let's get past the decision and us being on the same page. What do you see as a happy, healthy, loving relationship? And the one thing we know to be true is if you share similar values and you both do values clarification, those ingredients of shared values make it marriage a beautiful recipe. Yeah, yeah. and I definitely heard in that email, just from tone, that there's something that she really recognizes and appreciates about this man. Um, One thing she said in like almost the first sentence is that he's been committed to kind of working on them from the very beginning. And so- Love that. Yeah, she's like identifying a really positive aspect of him that sort of gives maybe her the confidence to be with the fact that maybe they're not exactly in the same place as far as seeing the future yet, but she sees values that he has that lead her to believe he's worth sticking around for. Can I just share a metaphor that I share with a lot of individual and or couples who are trying to like make a decision? I kind of give this visual of like, okay, so you're standing on the cliff and in front of you is like all these woods and you hear wild noises and it's also beautiful. And then, you know, at the bottom of the cliff, you see like velvety clouds you could land on, but you also don't know if you would fall through those clouds. And you got to just make a decision because the more you stand there waiting, you will make yourself crazy. And we don't know, we could walk into the woods and get eaten by a lion. We could jump off the cliff and get squished like a pancake. Or we could walk into the woods and something beautiful happens and we could jump off the cliff and fall into that cloud. We 
don't know, we can't control it. But making that decision and saying, I'm going to be my best self in this decision I made is going to help with clarity in your own body and brain. And the brain likes that. I'm making a decision. I can't say it's the best decision yet, but I'm going to go in with eyes wide open and try to be my best self during this decision that I just made. Otherwise, you have that buyer's remorse. Oh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. No. Yeah. And I think that that metaphor can work for both sides of this couple in that for him, perhaps it is at some point being like, you know what, I'm just going to like take a deeper step into this commitment with this individual. And for her, it could be, you know what, I'm just going to stick where we're at right now. Like the, this like little bit of indecision is something that I'm willing to take a step into indecision for a while and see where that leads us, you know? So it's not necessarily one thing or the other, but in a lot of ways it's about the moment. Is like, what is the what is my intention in the moment with this person that I'm willing to take a little bit of a risk? I'm willing to be vulnerable right now. Yeah, so I mean, I, I hope some of this feedback was good today. We would love to hear an update if you, yeah, after you listen to this episode and then we can share that update again, it's vulnerability, it's curiosity. It's about the process, not the content. You're just exploring each other's own unique differences and ways you make decisions. And that's the beauty of being in a long-term partnership. You get to appreciate each other's differences because if we were the same, that would be boring. Absolutely. So thank you so much to this listener for writing in and sharing in a vulnerable way what you're going through. Thank you to all of the listeners who are sharing their experiences. Again, we'll bring some of this into actual podcast episodes, but if not, we also do answer them via email as well. So thank you for being uh, members of our Relationship Renovation Podcast community. And we just ask that you please right now, maybe go and write a review of our show on wherever you listen, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever podcasting platform, give us a review. It just really helps us sort of get in front of more and more people and help as many people as possible to have the loving, healthy, securely attached relationship that they want and deserve. Yes. And as always, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Like EJ just said, we deserve amazing, awesome security with ourselves and with our partner. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.